Fatherhood is fascinating. One day you're dad of the year, and the next day is, well, the next day. Welcome to Positively Dad, a podcast designed to help dads embrace the journey. Thank you for joining us for Positively Dad. My name's James Shaw. I'm your host. I'm a dad and excited that you've uh, tuned in today to hear our podcast. I started Positively Dad earlier this year as a resource for dads. My wife and I have a seven-year-old, and when I found out I was going to become a father, I said, I want to be a great dad, and there just are not a ton of resources out there for dads. And so the the, the idea behind this is to be a resource for you. And, and here's what we do. We just talk to people to help us think about some things, look at some stuff, to help us become better parents, better partners, better men. And, um, and that's what we're going to do today. We do two podcasts every single week. So the one you're listening to right now comes out on Mondays. And this is when I have some kind of expert come on and talk with us about something that we should think about and know about. And then every Thursday, I do a dad talk episode where I just talk to a dad about being a dad. And, um, and I think you're getting value out of these. At least the feedback says you are. So thank you so much for tuning in. And today, what we're going to do is look at how do we get our kids to eat well so that when they grow up, they stay healthy. And the research is really interesting at this. We're going to talk to someone today who says a couple of things. Number one, dad, they're looking at you, right? They're watching what you're eating, and kids are much more likely to eat healthy if dad eats healthy. And so I thought that was really interesting. And number two, your, your kids, especially teenagers, are more likely to eat healthy when you have at least a couple of meals together. And it doesn't even have to be like dinner, a sit-down dinner. A couple of times a week, sitting down and having a meal together that, that you, uh, you know, you've prepared, your partner's prepared, you've prepared as a family, um, doing that allows, causes your children to actually eat healthier even when they aren't with you. So we're going to look at that today, just some simple ways to eat healthy in, a, in, a, in an environment, quite frankly, that's really easy to not eat healthy. So that's what we're going to do today. And I'm excited to have our guest on. Her name is Dr. Catherine Walton, and she's at the Hospital for Sick Children in Toronto. And she's the one who did the research on this to look at, hey, just getting together for some mealtime, uh, involving the family, and then what is dad eating? And, and I'm excited to talk with her today. Dr. Walton, thanks so much for joining us on Positively Dad. Oh, thanks so much for having me, James. Oh, it's my pleasure. And, you know, you've done a lot of research on the importance of, of kids eating right. And what your research showed was, hey, if you sit down for dinner together, and you looked really kind of at preteens and teens, if you sit down at meals together, your kids are much more likely to eat healthy. So talk with us a little bit about that. And then we're going to talk about the role of dad in that, too, because it sounds like he has a pretty big impact on what's happening. Mm-hmm. You're right. So, Exactly. So, so in our research, we really wondered, you know, there's lots of research looking at the benefits of family meals. So we know that um, both children and adolescents and even young adults that sit down regularly to eat with other members of their family. They have um, better well-being. Their diets are certainly better. Um, they have lower incidence of substance abuse and disordered eating. So the benefits are really broad. But we really wondered, you know, is there something about families that sit down for family meals that makes them special? So maybe it's not the meal itself, but maybe it's something about those families that do that. And so in our research um, that's been published in uh, JAMA Network Open, um, we found that actually family meals are beneficial for all families, regardless of how well their family functions. So whether you come from a family that communicates really well and problem solves 
um, very strongly together or whether you come from a family that maybe struggles with some communication um, and has a hard time planning events. Uh, family meals are associated with better dietary intake and we look specifically at fruits and vegetables um, and then so higher intakes of fruits and vegetables, but we also saw lower intakes of fast food and takeout foods. So more of those processed foods that are uh, typically less healthy. Interesting. So it's not even, I mean, I think if we had a conversation around the importance of sitting down at dinner together, that would be so we can communicate and get along and find out what's going on in each other's lives. Mm-hmm. And that whatever you're eating is just kind of like whatever. And you're saying though, that's all true. And when you sit down and eat together, like you're probably eating healthier. You are. And we know that um, foods eaten in the home are typically more healthful than foods eaten at a restaurant or that come from takeout. So just sitting down in the home, meals tend to be healthier. And this is this is teaching long term habits, it sounds like. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And then for families that are, you know, struggling with time to do family meals, um, that it's, you know, it's okay to add a bag salad and take those shortcuts to, to make the time to sit down together. So know that it doesn't have to be a big production in terms of what a family meal looks like, just being together and having those conversations, as you said, about how your day is um, and, you know, you know, problems you're trying to solve in, you know, social interactions at school, for example. Um, that is the real magic of family meals. Yeah, so really sort of taking that pressure off, you know, this is how a family meal is supposed to be and really focusing on um, it's time for us as a family to come together um, and connect emotionally, um, I think is a helpful message. Okay, so it doesn't have to be Thanksgiving dinner every night is what you're saying. It can be something real easy that you grab and put together. Exactly, exactly. And really start from where is easiest for your family. So, you know, if it's easier to... Um, purchase convenient foods to start sitting down together and adding a side of vegetables, that's a great place to start. And if you're not having family meals right now, that's okay. Start with one a week and see how it goes. The research sort of talks about five family meals a week together, really having those strong benefits for children and adolescents, but there's no need to go from zero shared family meals to five. That's a lot of pressure. Every meal does count. Yeah, if we just have, you know, one uh, one a week for a month, we're making progress. The next month you can go to two and and within, you know, within five or six months, you're eating together frequently. And I imagine that the health benefit to that can be felt pretty quickly as well. Exactly. And every meal helps in terms of families connecting too, because it can be sort of um, uh, hard to sit. If you're not used to sitting down together, it can feel a little bit awkward, right? You're kind of in close encounters with other family members when you're used to eating by yourself. And so, you know, every meal that you sit down together can help with family bonding as well. Yeah. Well, anytime you do something new, it might feel a little bit weird. And with time, you know, it starts to to feel more normal. So mm-hmm. you you were telling me that that, you know, it's not just about the family sitting down. It's, it's, it does. There is some researching. You've done some that talks about what dad is eating and how that has an impact on the decisions that their children are making. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So um, typically, um, dads have been left out of research. So when we think about research about families and family meals, it's always been very mom-centered. Um, but, you know, how our families um, work in our daily routines, that's really changing and dads are playing an even more important role in terms of um, child rearing and, um, you know, promoting healthful benefits. And so we really need to start capturing that 
So in some of the work from um, my uh, team at the University of Guelph, specifically with the Guelph Family Health Study, we actually found that uh, fathers are a really important role model in terms of their children's dietary intake. And we found that um, fathers modeling of their, of, of their food intake was actually more important than moms. So it was fathers' dietary intakes that mattered for the children, not moms. That's fascinating. Why do you think that is? a few reasons why it might be and if we think about sort of traditional family roles dad may be not home as much and eating with the children as frequently as mom so when dad is around um, his the children may be paying more attention and so you know dad sort of um, when he's there children are really watching what he's up to that's really interesting so what else did that particular study show that that you think our listeners need to know about so that particular study was really looking at um, the role modeling of dad. So what foods he's eating, um, how he's um, talking about healthful foods. So really role modeling um, positive comments about foods during mealtimes is what that study focused on. But there's other studies out of Australia that highlight that role of dietary intake and modeling, but also around physical activity. So how active dads are has an important role on children's um, physical activity. So it's not just dietary intake. Yeah, the kids are watching, right? That's what that's mm-hmm. what's happening here. Kids are watching, and and we as parents are setting the tone for that. And we've done many podcasts on this about how dad's role is changing. It has been changing, you know, over the last couple of decades, based on many different issues. And now the research is starting to back up, back that up and show the benefits of dad just being a little bit more involved than he has been in the past. Exactly, and I think um, so, so. I'm. I'm in Canada, and, and I think this uh, also is very similar in the United States, but um, most children are not meeting health guidelines in terms of how much physical activity they should be getting, in, how much, in terms of how many fruits and vegetables they're eating, um, and we know that healthy habits really start early, and so the sort of the first five to six years of life really matter in terms of setting the tone for lifelong healthy habits, and part of the reason I, I wonder is that we haven't done a good job of understanding the family environment. And what I mean by that is, we've, as I said before, we've only looked at moms, but uh, dads, as we've talked about, play an important role. And so we really need to look at the role of dads and helping dads and supporting dads in modeling those healthy behaviors to help children meet those guidelines um, in terms of lifelong health. Because we know, especially for dietary habits, preference is sort of set by the age of five to six. And research suggests that um, what children are eating at age five to six is very similar to what they're eating during adulthood. So in terms of uh, prevention of chronic disease risk, um, those first years really, really matter. And, and sort of understanding the role of dads is, and supporting dads is important. So what you're saying is we're raising an entire generation that 30 years from now is only going to eat mac and cheese and chicken fingers? <laughs> Well, I hope not, <laughs> but we've, <laughs> yeah, still exactly. got, we've still got some work to do. We definitely want to get those veggies in. Right. Okay. So I know you're, you know, you're doing the research and you're looking at the data and, and, you know, going through and figuring out here's what's happening and here's why it's happening. And yet I want to ask you, like, I'm sure there's dads listening going, I don't understand how I would even make it happen for one night a week for us to have an actual meal, like during the week. What mm-hmm. advice do you have if, if it is, if we've got dance this night and soccer that night and mom's getting home late this day and dad's out of town this day, like just logistically, how do we pull this off? Oh, exactly. And that's a question I get asked 
quite often. Um, and I have a few tips for that. So my first one is pick the meal that works best for your family. So when we think about family meals, people, people typically think about the dinner meal because that's when people are home. But as a society, that is really changing. Kids' activities are right at that sort of traditional dinner time, right? And so if dinner doesn't work for you, why not breakfast? Are you able to eat breakfast together? Or depending on your school setup, if lunch works or on the weekends, if lunch works for your family, eat lunch together. The benefits of family meals um, tell us that it doesn't have, there isn't a specific meal that's special. It's just sitting down together. So pick what meal works best for your family. My second tip is to get children involved, especially my research around teens and young adolescents, um, adolescents and young adults is, you know, getting, getting those kids and teens involved um, can not only reduce the time burden that it takes to put a meal on the table, but it's also helping uh, teach life skills around um, meal prep and around what makes a healthful meal and balanced meal. Do you really, um, helping your family out in the short term, but also setting your children up for healthful dietary intakes long term. And when they go off to school and aren't living with you, um, you know that you've given them those skills. So that's the second tip I have. Um, and then the third tip is really uh, taking the pressure off, starting with one meal a week if you can, and then upping it from there and not worrying too much about um, that, you know, it doesn't, as we said, it doesn't have to be a Thanksgiving meal. So if you only have 15 minutes to, to prep something, um, one of my favorite go-tos is um, eggs, eggs, whole wheat toast, and some stir-fried or raw veggies, right? You've got um, three traditional food groups in there, um, but it was really quick to make, add some cheese and the kids will love it. Yeah, that so the meals fantastic. don't have to be fancy. Um, another one I suggest is a frozen pizza and a bag salad. Interesting, because the kids are going to love the pizza, and you throw the salad into it, and you get your veggies, and everybody's happy. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And again, that's another really quick meal because um, a lot of you know, in terms of family meals, the real magic is bringing families together to connect. Right. And so, not worrying so much that the meal is you know, so helpful, just eating at home and being with your kids and adding a side of veggies is going to go a long way. Yeah, it's way better than going through the drive through at McDonald's or Chick-fil-A or whatever and just grabbing, you know, something and, and having it in the car. So Exactly. Yeah, and, and your second point uh, is so good and one that I think we've seen here in our family. We have a seven-year-old and we've been cooking with her, I don't know, for three years. In fact, we often will stream it on Facebook. People will tune in and watch oh, Naomi's, yes, Na we call it Naomi's um, uh, Chef Naomi, and she'll come on and she'll cook and whatever it is. And oh my goodness, one time we were making a pizza. Oh my goodness gracious, we're <laughs> making a pizza and we pull out, do you know the little dough that comes in the round tube? Oh yeah, yeah. And you pop it open and it's there. And I don't know, she's like three or three and a half and she says, oh look, it it looks like grandma's arm. And she says this on live Facebook. It was the most embarrassing thing. And I had to tell my mom that she was talking about my grandma. And I told my grandma that she was talking about my mom. Right. I mean, it was just, it was <laughs> yeah, really awkward. Now we've been doing this. I mean, she'll do one of these once a month, uh, you know, on Facebook live and we've been, been doing it three or four years. And here's what's interesting though. And I love what you're saying. 
while while my seven year old will order chicken fingers if we're out at a restaurant and and we'll eat pizza, you know, like anybody else. She's also mm-hmm. really open to eating many other things, right? She'll yeah. she'll tell people, "Oh, I I like to have calamari," right? I mean, she'll she'll try and taste and eat things that I think most 7-year-olds won't. And I'm making the mm-hmm. connection that you're going because she's involved in the process, she might be more open to it. Is that what you're saying? You've got that absolutely right. And we have the data to to support that as well that kids that are involved in meal prep are more likely to try new foods because they are invested in it and they're interested. And I think the nice thing about cooking together um, with your kids is that they can, um, they can smell the food, they can taste it in a non-pressured environment, they can um, get a sense of the texture because eating is much more um, about those things, those sensories. So cooking is a good way to, to sort of expose children to that in a fun way. Um, and then once the meal has come, that you know, you've talked about this, this thing that you've been making, um, and there's a lot of excitement around it. Well, there's so many things I've learned from you today. I mean, I thought when we would have this on, I thought, well, we're going to talk about if we sit down and eat together, we're going to eat healthier stuff and your kids will be healthier. And the truth mm-hmm. is there's that, that. Yes, that's true. And and yet there's so much more to it. We're going to communicate better. You know, I, I imagine parents are going to learn more about what's going on in their kids' lives. So there's going to be a stronger connection. Um, mm-hmm. It's going to allow us to be fit because they're paying attention to that. And dad understands his role in that. You're going to expand. Yeah. You're going to expand what your kids are willing to eat and and try and and open that up a little bit. I mean, there's just so much benefit to having one or two meals together. And you've given us some good ideas. Oh well, I'm really um, glad and and happy to chat about this. And I think yeah, family meals are just something so magical, and it it really can become a ritual that happens regularly. And so it gives um, sort of structure to the day, right? And it, it's really um, emotionally supportive to have that structure and know what to expect um, when you do have family meals. So um, not only, again, are you improving dietary intake, but you're improving well-being um, and, and that opportunity for modeling. It's very hard to model if you're not sitting down together, right? So that's an easy way to support dads to say, hey, eat with your kids and they, they'll watch what you're, what you're eating. Um, you don't even have to tell them to, you know, eat your peas because if dad's eating their peas, kids are more likely to try them without even saying anything. That's so awesome. So as we wrap up, what's the, what's the final thing, the big message that you want these dads, and we have got lots of moms who listen too. what do you want these parents to hear? I think the big thing that I want to say in the take home message today is that, um, Family meals are a really important way for families to connect and for children um, to have healthy diets. So start where, start what works for you um, and, and try and make those meals happen each week. Dr. Walton, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to join us. I really, really appreciate it. And, um, and I think you've offered a lot of valuable stuff. And, and by the way, I do have to also congratulate you on your NBA Finals victory. I know you're very excited up there in Toronto about that. Oh, my gosh, yes. I think we'll be celebrating all summer. Go Raptors, go. (laughs) There you go. Well, I appreciate you very much. Thanks a lot. Thanks so much for having me on today, James. Take care. Great ideas from Dr. Walton. I'm so glad she could join us and share. The takeaways for me as a dad are this. Number one, it doesn't have to be every meal together. We could start with just one or two. The the research says get it up to five, and, and it may not be possible for you. Number two, it doesn't have to be dinner. Could it be breakfast? Could it be you know lunch on the weekends and sitting down and doing that? Number three, they're paying attention to what I eat as a dad. 
She gave one example. If I eat my peas, they'll eat their peas just because they're watching me. And and I'm thinking, dads, hey, I don't always eat the most healthy. Sometimes I skip stuff, and maybe if we just do it, they'll eat it too. Number four, when we have meals as a family and eat healthier, it helps us communicate better. And I don't know if you heard it in the very beginning. She says, it reduces the risk of substance abuse. And I think we'd all like that. Like we, we would love it if our kids were healthy, safe, making good decisions. And that can be as simple as two or three meals a week together, whether it's breakfast, lunch, or dinner. So good stuff. I trust you enjoyed it. We're going to wrap up this week like we wrap up every week. And that is uh, my seven-year-old, Naomi, will come on for the Kids Corner. I told her we were doing an episode about healthy eating and cooking together and all that kind of stuff. So she's told me she's going to talk about eating healthy today. So here you go. The thoughts from a seven-year-old on eating healthy. Here's Naomi with the Kids Corner. What are the kids thinking? Time to find out in the Kids Corner with your host, Naomi. Hello, this is Naomi Shaw, and today we're going to talk about eating healthy. So first, as my dad was telling you, if he eats the peas, then I'll eat the peas. Which I like peas, so I might even eat them before my dad eats them. So you want to eat healthy because if you don't, then you can get very, very sick. That's it for now. I'm just going to have a great day. Bye. It's true. She will often eat her peas before I eat my peas. It's it's really fun actually watching her eat. And, and, you know, what we heard on this episode was when you involve your kids too at an early age with the meal prep and all that kind of stuff, they're going to open up what they're willing to eat and that's going to help you down the line. So, you know, I think this podcast uh, was really valuable when we look at several things. Communicating with each other, Staying healthy, being connected, keeping our kids, uh, you know, from making bad decisions when it comes to their health uh, and allowing them to make good ones. It's just really good stuff. So I trust you enjoyed it and got value out of it. You know, we are just so honored and thankful that you choose to listen to Positively Dad. We're up to two podcasts a week now, as you know. This type that comes out every Monday where we talk to an expert. And then every Thursday, we have our Dad Talk episode come out where we talk to a dad about being a dad. So I trust that you're getting value out of them. If you are, would you review us wherever you listen? You know, five stars, write a review, whatever makes you happy. We'd really appreciate that. And then follow us on social media. We're on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. Just search Positively Dad. And we love connecting with you. We'd like to hear what you would like for us to talk about on the podcast. Just email me, james at positivelydad.com. And if you're interested in being on a Dad Talk episode, connect with me as well. We'd love it. Again, we thank you for listening. We trust we're adding value to you. And uh, have a great week. Talk to you next time on Positively Dad. Bye-bye.